the Voices of Eastman podcast, a celebration of the success, values, and people that have shaped Eastman's 100-year history. In this episode, we meet Josie Musasingwa, a business leader in Eastman's IT organization. I grew up uh, in uh, Mutare. It's the city name of a country called Zimbabwe in Southern Africa. Josie was one of four kids. According to Zimbabwean standards, I come from a middle, what is it, middle income um, family. Her mom was a teacher. Her dad was a mechanic. He was uh, 42 years old when he died. He drank poisonous water since his job uh, traveled outside Zimbabwe. I I wish I had uh, uh, more experiences with my dad, but my mom uh, did a fantastic job uh, bringing us up. Kids growing up in Zimbabwe have a lot of the same aspirations as kids in other parts of the world. I would say they dream to be uh, doctors, uh, lawyers, engineers, you know, that's uh, the proven track record. But Josie had other ideas. When I was uh, in high school, I enjoyed geography and uh, I liked it so much that I started looking up uh, what careers can I do and uh, meteorology it was one area of interest so I thought I would actually be a meteorologist. Yep, a weather person like Al Roker. We are looking at good weather at some point for everybody but not all together. Oh yes, I wanted to be the TV you know, person. I wanted it all. It was something I could touch. It was something I could see and, and feel. So I was like, okay, I, I think that's it. And I'm thinking, okay, do I really have the look structure and all that cool, cool stuff? <laughs> you know, it didn't last long until I went on to whatever the next best thing was. <laughs> Josie found the next best thing in her kitchen. As I got older, uh, I enjoyed uh, cooking as well. So food chemistry was my second option. It's important to understand what Zimbabwe was going through at the time and how it impacted Josie's life. This was the mid-90s. The country was facing enormous public debt, the economy was weak, and inflation was spiraling out of control. The people of Zimbabwe weren't happy, and they were letting the government know about it. When it came for my year to go for my uh, first year of uh, uh, university studies, there were a lot of riots. Uh, it, it was no longer as uh, stable or safe. Just because in a, I would say over a semester, the university was shutting down maybe for two, three weeks, coming back up just because of the student demonstrations and the riots, they wanted more support. You know, I'm sure the, the, the cause of that was, was very just, but for me, looking at it as a high school student trying to go to university, I felt like my learning was going to be interrupted. Josie looked outside the country for educational opportunities, influenced by her faith. Uh, The connection of the United Methodist is a global connection. So I grew up with relationships, you know, people that would come from the U.S. to visit Zimbabwe, do mission work. They began sharing with me, hey, if you wanted to study in the U.S., here are examples of schools. And I think I got exposure to that and just got, okay, let me look at this as my plan B. So coming to the U.S. was a plan B option. Plan B was Bennett College, a historically black all-women's college in Greensboro, North Carolina. And I think coming from uh, uh, outside the country and coming to a newer country, I thought it would be safe with girls. (laughs) 
after. Anyway, my mom thought so. <laughs> you know, when you live in your own world and you're used to certain way of living or even eating, you just assume that everybody is is in the same routine uh, until you go to a different country <laughs> you experience a different cultures it was a, a a great learning opportunity and for the first time i got to appreciate the differences in culture differences in people josie's biggest adjustment was food it took me a year to eat an american hamburger <laughs> I think it was the flavor. Josie also found she didn't have much of an appetite for chemistry either. I'd say after a week of taking those classes, it was not as exciting as, as I thought it would be. Uh, so, and I started searching for, okay, there must be something more exciting, more fun. I started uh, doing my own research and I said, okay, what is the most, uh, what are some of the highest paying job that, that, that people get, you know, after graduating. And at that time, computer science was a cool thing to do. So I said, that's what I want to do. And I'm coming from an environment where I didn't grow up with technology, right? So it wasn't an easy uh, choice for me because I'm getting introduction to technology at a college level. There was a learning curve, but at the same time, uh, I felt like uh, uh, computers were, were still very new for, for some people, so that was an exciting trek for me. After graduation, Josie returned home. I missed my family, I missed the things I was used to, uh, so heading back to Zimbabwe was uh, uh, on my mind. Her first job was in familiar territory. She was an IT analyst for Africa University, a school founded by the United Methodist Church. So I taught some classes, just basic computer science, and I also helped with uh, uh, thinking about the infrastructure, computer infrastructure for that university. So it was a very rewarding experience. But Zimbabwe's political and economic situation had only gotten worse since Josie left the first time. Uh, and you start looking at options, all right? You know, like any young person, you want to uh, ha have a house, you want to have a great future. But if you don't have the resources to do that, you know, it's not as encouraging. So back to the U.S. she went for graduate school at East Tennessee State University. Back home, I live, uh, I'm in the eastern part of Zimbabwe. It's uh, in the mountains. So coming to East Tennessee felt like uh, I have that home feeling. <laughs> From ETSU, Josie landed a role in IT at Eastman. Even though chemistry hadn't captured her imagination in college, this global company based in material sciences did. Uh, I was trained as a programmer and I was really getting, I enjoyed being behind the scenes, writing programs, applications, you name it. And being an international person, I definitely wanted a company that's more global. In my mind, I thought, okay, they would, they would have exposure to other cultures. They are working with different people with diverse backgrounds. So I think this is an area I will grow and uh, fit in and uh, uh, learn. Josie learned a lot in her first five years. She figured out there was more to IT than just programming. People were important too. So I wanted to branch out and use my other skills. So I got an opportunity to join the corporate audit group. Audit. In some circles, that's a four-letter word, and auditors are the boogeymen of the corporate world. 
Suddenly, Josie's friends at work were looking at her differently. Let me explain it this way. When you get that org announcement that Josie is moving to audit group, I, my mix of friends, you know, changed. My, my key people I worked with as friends, I got those comments. Okay, why are you talking? With, why do you want to go with, uh, to lunch with us? Are you checking on us? People always think you're reviewing what they are doing. So that came with the job. But as Josie explains, her job wasn't about white glove tests. It was about making sure that processes were being executed the way they're supposed to. It's all about safety. It's all about controls. It's all about setting us up for success, setting up Eastman for success. So when you make it less personal, that was something I learned in audit. And you're approaching it from... Okay, how, how best can we make this process run effectively, efficiently, and address any gaps? Oh, people were open, you know. Oh, let me tell you all the gaps that I know. We worked very hard to uh, change perceptions or influence perceptions. So Eastman's um, values is around safety and wellness, as well as how can we continue to grow. So I felt like audit, uh, from an audit perspective, you, you, you do influence some of those values in a very profound way. So, so that was very uh, rewarding, exciting, and fulfilling to me. These days, Josie has a new role. Uh, I'm currently working as a digital business manager for chemical intermediates. Digital business manager. It's a new role that's trying to transform IT people from order takers and code builders to decision makers and business leaders. So my current role is to drive, uh, help understand the digital needs or from, of a business, help develop the strategy and the roadmap of, uh, of, of the business. But you're taking a deeper dive to understand people, process and technology and to see how digital can make a positive impact. And Josie has great expectations for how Eastman can achieve its next level of success. I like the, the values that we have as a company, integrity, you know, safety, wellness, you know, those are a given and we need to continue uh, with those. And I see us uh, as Eastman challenging ourselves, you know, how can we be more of a diverse company? How can we bring different uh, thought at the table? You know, that's uh, bread and butter to me, uh, you know, being someone we grew up with a different background than a local Kingsport, you know, Kingsport person. Uh, there, there is power in, in, in sharing ideas and uh, uh, bringing those ideas to, together to unlock value. The Voices of Eastman podcast is a production of Eastman Corporate Communications. For more episodes, visit eastman.com voices.